Come. Hello. It's Vicky, isn't it? Uh, you wanted to see me, Comptroller? Please, call me Connie. I'm told it helps. Like the face? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I meant, um, the name helps like the face does. Helps humanise the system, make things less awkward. Not that there's anything wrong with your face. Um, Sorry, now I've made things awkward. Please, sit down. So, you've been with us three months now? Yes, I suppose so. And this is your first appraisal? That's right. Um, do you mind if I take notes? Not at all. We should really have got to you earlier. But you know how things are in the system at the moment. All hands to the pump. Is that a pen and paper? Yes. Is that all right? Of course. The old reliables. A bit of paper never freezes and loses your work, does it? No. So, Vicky, how have you been finding things? Well, there's this map function on my personal view screen, so if I ever want to go anywhere, I just... How have you been settling in in administration? Oh, I see, sorry. Well, the actual work's all right, I suppose. It's not very challenging, though. I mean, a lot of it is stuff you could get a computer to do. Oh, <laughs> no offence. None taken. Believe me, if it were possible to automate our work, we would. And sometimes it can get a bit tiresome, you know, with the maintenance problems and everything. <sighs> View screens, nest boxing. Anyone else getting a peripheral hierarchy loop? 
never mind. I'll just switch the whole thing off, shall I? But that aside? Well, the cafeteria's not much cop. Does this taste funny to you? Oh, just me then. And the commute's hardly easy. to enter the driving compartment while the vehicle is in flight. Please return to your seat. I don't think we are in flight anymore, driver. We're in fall. Return to your seat. In a minute. I think your navigation's gone. Let's see if I can remember how to reset it. Repairs by unauthorized mechanics will result in a breach of warranty. Cold still. There we go. Storing driver's default. Please wait. It is an offense to enter the driving compartment while the vehicle is in flight. I know. Please return to your seat. <sighs> Next station, upper tethering for administration and planning. Change here for correction, security and dentistry. But you've no problems with the actual work here. Am I in trouble, Connie? Do you think you should be? No, <laughs> hardly ever. <laughs> I do seem to end up in it quite a bit, but it's almost never my fault. This isn't about the tidy work pod policy, is it? I know you don't like us cluttering the place up with bits of paper, but I find writing little reminders to myself useful, more than just having everything on an office view screen. Particularly when they're a bit wobbly. If your work screen mounting is unstable, you should contact his state. No! Um, wobbly meaning unreliable. Not wobbly-wobbly. My apologies. It's a usage I was unaware of. Oh. I wonder if it's something I picked up from Ian and Barbara. Some of these reminders, they relate to what you've been doing in your break periods? Well, yes. Sometimes. You see, I can get a bit absorbed in my work and forget to chase up the other stuff. Um, my friends and I have some lost property we're trying to reclaim. This is the Ian and Barbara you mentioned. That's right. Ian and Barbara and the Doctor. It's the Doctor's property, really. It's the ship we came here in. We're normally travellers, you see, and we'd arrived on your planet and were looking around. The doctor likes doing that. He says you have to know where you are to work out where you're going next. I'm not sure it makes much difference myself. If you don't know what you're doing when you set the controls for the next place, knowing where you are now hardly matters. And the doctor doesn't know what he's doing? Sure. Sometimes I think he might know more than he lets on, but other times I'm certain he doesn't. Anyway, we're in this square. This is where your disembarkation capsule put you down? Yes, uh, if you like. We were by a big advertisement wall, so we were watching it like everyone else. When in Rome... Do as the Romans do, yes. 
I think it was saying what was on the home view screens that evening. Tonight at nine, from this day forward, married life definitely has its ups and downs, and poor old maintenance man, Fla, is facing plenty of downs. Now he's on elevator repairs. Still, he can only go up in Seal's eyes after this scrape. You couldn't see the pictures properly because someone had spray-painted words over the top. Ask why it doesn't work. There was another slogan, too. Remember the... Something or other. The paint was still wet on that. The doctor tutted something about vandals and philistines, which Barbara explained were old earth tribes, and she was just starting to get to something worthy and improving when something whizzed by us at amazing speed. It was a hover scooter, but far faster than they normally are. We hardly had time to register it. Just a glimpse of someone with blue hair at the controls, and it was gone. The doctor shouted, Hooligan, as it disappeared. And Barbara was just starting to tell us where that word came from, too, when the security robots arrived. There has been a disruption. Vacate the square. Access to this area is now restricted to correctional personnel. I repeat, there has been a disruption. Some of the robots went after the scooter and the rest cordoned off the square. We watched from as close by as we could, while a clean-up squad worked on removing the graffiti from the display wall, wondering when we'd be allowed back to the ship. It began with, um, a K, I think. What did? The Remember graffiti. Anyway, when we were finally let back in the square, the writing had all gone. But so had the TARDIS. TARDIS? Our ship. Excuse me, officer? Yes? What have you done with the blue box that was here? It was unauthorized street furniture. It has been removed. We knew the ship had gone into police stores somewhere, but it seemed impossible to find out where. Every security robot we spoke to passed us on to another one, and every time we got passed on there was a different incident number or a new reference code. We've been trying to find it ever since. We keep calling and visiting security headquarters, but it's hard to pin anyone down. No one seems sure which department it comes under. Why do you think security really took your disembarkation capsule, Vicky? Not because it was unauthorised. No. Ian wondered if they thought it was theirs because it has police written on it. He doesn't really understand robots. Vicky, I've seen this box of yours. Really? You found it? Where? I've seen images of it. It's being held in the Bureau of Correction. Can you think of any reason why it might be there? Well, I suppose there's quite a lot wrong with it. The door sticks, if they're having trouble with that. The Bureau of Correction is where we deal with serious threats to the system, Vicky. But the TARDIS isn't a threat to anyone. This craft of yours closely resembles a known disruptionist symbol. Really? Take a look on the wall screen. Uh, what am I looking at? That just looks like a bomb site. There. Oh, yes. That does look a bit like the TARDIS, I suppose. That's post-event Irania. And here, this is surviving material from the fall of Jarkana. This is a security still from two days before the uprisings on Mythelmroyd. This is a wall stencil from the scene of the Thralian mutiny. 
This basic design recurs at dozens of sites of insurrection and revolt across this galactic sector. I wonder why. We believe dissident elements find something significant in it. It's based on a historical artifact of some kind, isn't it? Yes, it's from 20th century Earth, I think. What we don't understand is what leads disruptionists to make so many copies of it. Why it speaks to them. Maybe they like old things? Hey, you don't suppose these pictures could all be the same box, do you? No. They follow the same basic design, but the dimensions aren't fixed. Oh, well, just a thought. Besides, the time spans and distances involved make that highly unlikely. Of course, I wasn't thinking, sorry. So, why did you choose this specific design for your capsule? I didn't. <laughs> I don't even think it's supposed to look like that. It just does. You should ask the doctor if you want to know more about that kind of thing. <laughs> not that you'll get much from him. Oh, why ever not? Well, just between you and me, I think he's getting a bit confused these days. You know how old people are. Indeed. He's got quite withdrawn. I think sometimes when he's away from the ship, he's not quite himself. And staying in the flat all the time has just made him worse. You share lodgings with this doctor? Oh, yes. All four of us live together. After a few nights in the emergency shelter, we realized we'd be here for a while and decided to rent somewhere. I sorted us out with work permits and aptitude appointments, and that's how I ended up here. It's not the nicest flat, but it's the best we can afford on what we earn. Ian and Barbara had to accept manual labor, you see, because they don't really understand computers and things. They work in food preparation, the kind of fiddly jobs you wouldn't waste expensive robots on. Stuff where you might get dust in the joints. Shelling cashews, tea picking... And the doctor? He couldn't find anything. I don't think his mind was on the aptitude tests. I'd hoped he'd reapply if we're still here next quarter. But now? No, I don't think he will. He doesn't just sit around, though. He does a bit of cleaning and keeps track of where we are with the Department of Security as best he can. He's made a big blackboard round the kitchen from the wall slates and he writes on it in chalk. Well, um, it's not proper chalk, it's kitchen stuff. He puts who we've spoken to and the details they gave us and who they sent us to and arrows all from one to the other. It's like a huge logic diagram. Just it doesn't seem to have much logic to it. We thought it'd be fine if it kept him occupied and we got the TARDIS back soon. But he quickly got quite obsessed with it. We have to fill it in with any progress we've made the moment we get home and we can't watch our view screen programs or have an evening meal till we have. Old people can get somewhat set in their ways. I know, but the doctor... He can be difficult at the best of times, but now... One time, he forgot to move the kettle from the wall while he was chalking and he lost a corner of the chart to steam. Barbara calmed him down in the end. But he's been acting oddly for a while. When we were watching our screen shows the other night, it turned out he's thinking of moving out. More fun with Flor and Seal and their nightmare neighbours tomorrow after all new Along the Zip Bus. This is a repeat. Hard to tell sometimes. Coming next, rubbing up the wrong way.
Ian was looking for the programme guide at the end of a show, but he's not very good with interfaces and things. He must have clicked on the wrong section and brought up something from the screen's memory instead. Leafy Meadows, a home with dignity for post-employed seniors. Set in beautiful and fully accessible gardens, with glorious sunny day rooms, whatever the weather. Our fully staffed residential facility offers peace of mind, comfort... It was the promotional for a retirement home the doctor had screen-tagged earlier. Of course he huffed and puffed that it was all part of some investigation and he was merely planning a visit. You best understand history by speaking with those who've lived through it, he said. But he was obviously covering up. He's tired of fighting to get the ship back. He just wants to give up. That's not odd, Vicky. That's entirely normal for an older citizen. It's odd for the doctor. He's never normal. So you're not aware that he moved into Leafy Meadows Post-Employment Centre today? Really? Look on the view screen. He's there in the day room, by the lady with the blue rinsed hair. This isn't a work appraisal meeting at all, is it? <laughs> What's she saying to him? He looks half glazed over. Leafy Meadows is a private residence, Vicky. We have no microphones in place for privacy reasons. Oh. I'll have to lip-read from the recording. This is a recording? From earlier today. We have to monitor for security reasons. In case the residents fall or something? Not exactly. Allow me to translate. The lady with blue hair is saying she remembers the doctor. You have, though. We've met a few times. I remember distinctly. Pride myself on it. I'm the leading light of our reminiscence group. I said as much to Mrs. Foy before she passed. Now the doctor's replying. No, no, madam. You're at... operating at... a misapprehension, so to speak. I've only visited here once. Familiarising myself, you might say. Perhaps that's what you recall. Hmm? I'm not certain I'm catching everything with his hands up by his mouth all the time. I may have some of the words wrong. I wouldn't worry. You've probably just forgotten, Doctor. I shouldn't worry. Happens to the best of us if we don't stay alert. You should join our reminiscence group. Get active. Eat better. That's the key. You've been in the ornamental gardens. That's where we have our sessions, by the little bridge there, by the stream. You remember the stream, don't you? It'll come back to you, never you worry. The one thing you want to avoid is watching too much of that. They rot the brain, those screen shows, particularly these daytime ones. Some of them are physically painful. Lots of fresh vegetables and some time away from the view screen. You'll be right as... Uh, whatever it is we used to say was right. You mark my words. We have a reminiscent session this afternoon, actually. You should take a scooter down the gardens and pop along. You'll love it, I promise. We chat about the old days, how we'd set the world to rights, what happened with the... all that kind of thing. Hang on. Uh, what was that word? Which one? The one that wasn't there. Lots of words weren't there, Vicky. Just then. Her lips moved, but you didn't translate. What's this about, Connie? I'm afraid your pretense isn't entirely convincing, Vicky. It's clear from what you've just seen that the Doctor is attempting to make contact with members of an organisation devoted to state disruption. Oh, come on! You're being ridiculous! A number of the clients of Leafy Meadows are known senile delinquents. But not the Doctor! Oh, this is absurd. Really? Let's take another tack. 
Why has Ian Chesterton not returned from his work break this session? Worker, I, Chesterton, return to your workstation immediately. Your salary will be docked to reflect reduced output hours and the administrative cost of recalculating said reduction. More severe sanctions will be imposed for continued absence. I've no idea. How would I have? Perhaps he got bored. Perhaps his soup tasted funny and didn't agree with him. All right. Why has Barbara Wright taken a leave day from her plantation to visit Central Library? Barbara's very interested in history. She's doing research. Yes. It seems she's been given high-level access to the old written archives. See? Those archives house information that hasn't yet been encoded for view screen. Even a top-graded citizen wouldn't get those privileges. Oh, that's down to me. I used my job here to assign Barbara a restricted reader's ticket. Another piece of unauthorised work you've done in your break periods? Yes, but only because Barbara wants to understand where we're living better. She thought it might help us work out how to get the TARDIS back. When you're in the thick of a new world, not everything seems to make much sense, Connie. Barbara thought a historical perspective might help us understand you better. And nothing on the view screen seems to dig down deep enough. I honestly didn't think it would be a problem. Vicky, you and your fellow travellers have been under close observation ever since you generated your fake citizen profiles. But I had to do that. We needed them to find work. It was just a little tweak to the computers in the deployment office. Nothing serious. It remains a highly suspicious act. And today, it appears our suspicions have been well-founded. The Doctor is meeting with subversives. Ian Chesterton has gone missing in a food preparation facility, most likely with sabotage in mind. Barbara Wright is attempting to delve into the system's deepest secrets. What secrets? She doesn't know about any secrets. Which is, I imagine, why she's delving. Oh, this is all just coincidence. Really? Shall we go to the live pictures? Doctor, you came. I'm so glad. Welcome to the Nostalgists. Come on, have a peek at our secret weapon. See if it rings any bells. The care robots think this is all just ornamental plants, but they've no idea what we've got hidden away for the resistance. Look, see? Vegetables. There. Look at the doctor's face. It's obvious he knows nothing about this. Oh, what's he saying? Really, my dear lady, a secret allotment. These rows of adages and deep roots. Oh, come on now, Doctor. You've seen it before. Well, all right. Maybe this woman is in some kind of resistance. But the Doctor won't know that, will he? He'll just think she's some silly old lady with blue hair. Hang on. That slogan writer on the scooter in the square, they had blue hair. We're keeping the old ways alive, Doctor. By growing your own carrots. Yes, they tamper with our food, you see. In your red-essential, residential home. Everywhere. So what, pray, would you say are these old ways you're preserving? The old ways of thinking, of doing things, before the... Our very humanity... That word again. What is it? Ke something. Kenosians? Kenosians! That's the word the security robots were cleaning off that view screen wall. Are you with us, Doctor? 
My dear lady, I strive always to ally myself with the very best of human nature, to fight for truth against obsession. Oppression. Terrible things have been done here. I think it's time some hard lessons were learned. I don't think we need to continue, do we, Vicky? You don't really need to see the arrest. Let's see if we can get Barbara Wright and Ian Chesterton on this. Disruptionists, we have your gardens surrounded. There is no escape. Drop any weapons you may have and place your hands above your Security. head. Security? They'd have been monitoring you, Doctor. Quick, we've got to get out of here. Don't argue. We'll take your scooter. didn't override the governor you meet. Attention, library users. An unauthorized reader has been identified in the archives. Do not be alarmed. You are in little danger. If you are at a reading desk, sitting under it will reduce any risk to which you may be exposed. and intent are known. The pipe system you are in vents hot air during heat sterilization procedures. Unless you surrender immediately, superheated steam will be released into the system. Death will be inevitable. It will be neither instantaneous nor painless. You have 30 seconds to comply. Oh dear. What was your part to have been in today's action, Vicky? I was supposed to bring down a series of control systems with a logic trap. A logic trap that should have been triggered when you pressed that button on your pen? It hasn't worked, has it? No, Vicky, it hasn't. Now, tell me what's really been going on here before anything irreversible happens to your friends. Stand clear of moving and shelving. Unit Steam vent in 15 seconds. You great clown! You're delivering a strike to the Bureau of Correction!
transaction, Vicky. I was supposed to bring down a series of control systems with a logic trap. A logic trap that should have been triggered when you pressed that button on your pen? It hasn't worked, has it? No, Vicky, it hasn't. Now, tell me what's really been going on here before anything irreversible happens to your friends. Stand clear of moving shelving. Unit closing. 15 seconds. You're great, Clown! You're delivering a strike to the Bureau of Correction! All right, I'll talk. Just stop those shelves coming in and stop that countdown! Of course. Would you start by speaking into this? A message from you might well help your friends cooperate. Ian, Barbara, this is Vicky. I'm afraid things aren't going to plan. The logic traps failed. And they've got me and the doctor already. They've been on to us for a while, I think. I'm sorry. I did my best, but I think you need to give yourselves up. Please present yourself to security immediately. Make no attempt to resist. The safety of your co-conspirators depends on your collaboration. Can't believe I trusted you to know what you were doing. Should have known you'd be as half-daft as the young'uns and all that pre-packaged food. Have you any idea how bad the Bureau of Correction is, Doctor? No, of course you haven't. No one who gets out remembers what's been done to them, do they? It's bad, though. We know that much, all right. Marjorie Kimmel came out of there with her whole personality wiped clean away. Didn't even know she'd been in it. No memory of the Canosian War at all, and her son died in it. When I think of those monsters, just the sight of them... <gasps> Please keep your safety belt fastened while the vehicle is in flight. What do you think you're doing, Doctor? What are you playing at? Please do not tamper with this unit while in motion. Doctor! Repairs by unauthorized mechanics will result in a breach of warranty for which no Why did you let me go on like that? Pretending you didn't know about our plan? Close observation of human deception helps refine our behaviour models, Vicky. Of course it does. We also find interviewees respond more usefully this way. It seems to improve candour. Hmm. You enjoy this, don't you? I'm simply doing my job, Vicky. Would you like to tell me the truth about your presence here now? I have, pretty much. Really? Tell me who sent you. No one. We landed here by chance. I think if you hadn't stolen the TARDIS, we'd have just had a little look round and gone on our way. In your unopenable vessel that resembles a disruptionist symbol? Yes. I can't help what it looks like. We didn't come here looking to start a revolution. We just wanted to stretch our legs. It was only when we'd been here a while we began to feel something wasn't right. Just details. It's the way no one ever talks about your technology not quite working properly. How there's nothing but silence when you say the canteen food tastes funny. How everyone just shrugs when the zip bus nearly crashes. People are surprisingly adaptable. Yes, but they don't just accept things falling apart. Things do, Vicky. It's the second law of thermodynamics. But no one ever accepts it, do they? They moan and rage and fight. Not here. No. 
At first we thought the faults in the system were being engineered by these disruptionists of yours. But it was too big for them. They wouldn't know how to sabotage a zip bus driver. They make paint out of beetroot juice and spray slogans no one can remember on public buildings. Beetroot is quite a stubborn stain, Vicky. Yes, but it's never going to smash the state, is it? Not that it needs to when you're happily smashing it yourself. Hardly smashing. Well then, running it down. Letting it unwind like an old clockwork chronograph. Expectation management, Vicky. Things are much harder to let go of if they're working well. And there's going to be a lot to let go of in the years ahead. A certain amount of managed decline helps. Researcher B. Wright, place your portable view screen in the receptacle provided. Investigator, take the view screen for content analysis. Security escort, assist researcher B. Wright to the Bureau of Correction. I'd rather it was a bit more meaningful than making a messy hole in one of the lower plazas. Something more conscience-raising. To be honest, if you were planning a noble sacrifice, I'd rather not be part of it at all. Course correction accepted, Mr. Doctor. Bureau of Correction entrance bay cancelled. Oh, you sly old dog. Well done. Vehicle now heading for Bureau of Correction goods entrance. Oh, well... Full marks for trying, anyway. We couldn't see why people weren't making a fuss about how badly run everything was. The doctor couldn't fathom it at all. He'd be up in arms, he said. Well, he pretty much was, at first. Whenever we tried to get the TARDIS back, he'd be banging on desks, haranguing reception robots, pacing around. It got embarrassing. Ian wondered if people were too scared to mention their problems in case secret policemen were listening. <laughs> he still thinks all police are men. But it wasn't even like that. People just didn't seem to notice much. Barbara said we should pay attention to the graffiti that got wiped away. We started seeing it quite often. Not for long, of course. It was soon cleared up which was odd in itself. Why was that done so quickly when everything else seemed so inefficient? She thought that must mean it was important. It was something somebody wanted seen and the authorities didn't. Ian wasn't so convinced. He said most graffiti was just slogans and rude jokes. Barbara said sometimes those could be the most important things. Look at Pompeii, she said. Historians worked out lots of Roman life from the writing on the walls there. Things they'd never have guessed. I wasn't sure the doctor knew what Pompeii was, so I explained. It was under where Naples used to be. It was an ancient Roman city that was lost for thousands of years. It wasn't built over or done up or left slowly to run down like other places. Everything was left exactly as it was. 
Ian said we'd learned a lot more about Roman life by just living it than you ever would studying old walls. Um, we spent a bit of time in Rome once, you see. When in Rome, do as the Romans do? These place names mean nothing to me. Really? Oh, how sad. Anyway, Barbara said we could do both. We could live here and pay attention to the graffiti. Didn't have to be one or the other. Ian gave her a look, and Barbara sighed. She said if Ian had ever seen the girls' lavatories at Coal Hill, he would have been amazed. It was the doctor who came up with the idea of taking notes. <laughs> I think because he's a bit forgetful at the best of times. We're learning about a whole culture, he said. We don't know what's important and what isn't. We must record everything that catches our eye and see what patterns emerge. <laughs> That's when he made up his chalk out of cornstarch and started writing down everything. He even did it through the viewscreen programmes we watched with dinner at night. That was when we noticed we didn't always remember the programme so well in the mornings. Ian said they had forgettable programmes in his time too. But the doctor thought there was more than that going on. These programmes had been somehow made to be forgotten. Well, the rest of us had to go to work to keep the flat. Of course, we couldn't sit around scribbling notes all over the walls all day. But... We began to notice similar things ourselves. On the morning zip buses, everyone would be reading news stories on their portable screens, but if you asked them at lunchtime what they'd read, none of them would be able to tell you. And at work, no one complained if their work screen kept freezing or their soup tasted nastier than usual because, as far as they were concerned, that was normal. People were accepting things getting worse because they couldn't properly remember them being any better. Eventually, we realised why. Something was being put in our food. That funny trace taste in everything here. We asked Ian and Barbara to look out for it on the plantations and in the factories and... After a few days, we realised they'd found it. It was already in their notes. More than once. They'd discovered it and forgotten it half a dozen times. Some kind of fluid was being sprayed on all the tea leaves and into the snack packs on the production lines. The doctor wasn't sure how, but he began to suspect this solution was interacting with our view screens. He guessed very well then, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> but how can a liquid just make you forget some things? There's a chemical involved with the formation of memory. And this chemical's in the liquid? No. I don't understand. Human memory isn't static, Vicky. Every time you recall something, the memory is recoded and revised. If you do it enough, the initial memory can be completely overridden. When you try to remember an incident from childhood, what you're usually remembering is the last time you recalled it, not the moment itself. You've rewritten the memory over time until none of the original remains. But that's not quite the same as forgetting, is it? No, but if you inhibit the chemical change involved in recreating a memory, what would normally be an act of reinforcement can actually wipe memories away. The technique was first used on traumatized soldiers some centuries ago. It's a slow process, but it works. The dietary supplement you've become aware of contains an ingredient that inhibits the chemical formation of memories. When a view screen hits the correct level of flicker, that ingredient becomes active. 
If you control what people are watching or reading when that happens, you can unpick that subject from their memory. But why are you doing it? To rewrite their mental associations. People have a lot to forget, Vicky. You know, ending up in the goods entrance might not be all bad, Doctor. They might not be there mob-handed if we're not expected. Could just be a couple of basic units we'd stand a chance of overpowering. Half a mo. Here, take this spare can. Rubia Tinctorum. It's a good one, Madder. Aim the spray at their optics. Anyway, once we'd realised how much everyone was forgetting, the Doctor was convinced it was part of an invasion plan. He tends to think like that. Everyone was being softened up and conditioned for alien occupation, he said. He decided he'd have to fast, so he could watch our view screen shows without chemicals in his system. That way, he'd get some idea of just what it was we were being encouraged to forget. If we know what we're not supposed to know, he said, we may be able to learn what we need to remember. It was something like that. He might have got a bit lost in the middle. Ian said he'd fast too. But the doctor refused to let him. We all needed to eat, to work, he said. And we couldn't afford the flat if we weren't working. It took him three days to be sure his body was free of influence. Oh, he got so pale and thin he could hardly keep his eyes open and hold the chalk in his hand. It was hard to watch him sitting there at the view screen all hours, forcing himself to take notes. Barbara made us go to our bunks early. She said we were distracting him, but I don't think she could bear to look either. Next up, a nasty surprise for Lubrette in Along the Zip Bus. Fun with the families, rubbing up the wrong way. It's from this day forward, later, straight after these messages. Hatred, fear, and catharsis among the Wimbrels. But what about really clean? Shame, Shame. arrogance, greed. What we saw in the morning was terrible. The doctor was sitting shaking on the floor, his notes chalked all around him, writing everywhere, apart from where he sat, a little island of nothing surrounded by words and diagrams. Most of it was unreadable. Sentences jumbled over each other, strange, dense pictures, and over and over, the word Kenosian, the word from the graffiti. He didn't explain it all, but he said he'd seen some of the worst of human nature. He will have done. To erase the unwanted associations, you have to trigger them. But there was so much. There's a lot to correct in human nature. Centuries of learned and inherited behaviour to unpick in tiny steps. How else can you become better people? Carry on. Once the doctor felt a bit stronger, he decided he had to make contact with the people doing all the graffiti to find out more about these Kenosians. So he watched and waited until he eventually made contact with some. It turned out they were all retired people. The post-employed generation's memories are more deeply ingrained. They're more set in their beliefs, more resistant to change. It's what makes them disruptionists. Vehicle now arriving at Bureau of Correction. Goods entrance. Safety rail retracting. Thank you. 
accustomed. Please unfasten your seatbelt and take care when alighting, Mr. Doctor. Charming. What am I, Scotch mist? Schedule delivery. Please identify. Now, Doctor! Aim for the eyes! Vision compromised. Vision compromised. Deploying cleaning fluid. Come on, Doctor! Run! Quickly! Vision now restored. Your patience is appreciated. Please come this way, Mr. Doctor. Welcome to the Bureau. Oh, they've got the old devil. Don't worry, Doctor. I'll fight on. As long as there's breath in my body, I'll fight to preserve what's great in humanity. Might need to sit down, Mind. We didn't come here to fight, Connie. All we wanted to do was get the TARDIS back and travel on. But now we've seen what's happening here, we have to... We will fight you and defeat you. Vicky, you can't fight the system. I think we can. We must. You're oppressing those poor people out there. Only because they asked us to. They may not remember it now, but they did. But if they don't know what they agreed to, what if they change their minds? They wanted us to change their minds. That's what we're doing. Forty years ago, the people of this world made first contact with another race, the Canosians. They thought they were ready to live in harmony with an alien species, but they were wrong. <laughs> The war that followed was bloody and wasteful on a cosmic scale, but it was entirely avoidable. The Canosians were almost entirely wiped out. In the hearings afterwards, it became obvious humanity was at fault. The Canosians had been unfortunate in many regards. Aesthetically, they looked wrong to human eyes, too squat and asymmetrical. Their carefully learned English sounded slightly sarcastic. Their body language made people feel uneasy. Their chief ambassador's name was an unfortunate anagram. It brought out the worst in humanity. Small-minded suspicion that led to mockery and fear and then hate. We are in the process of correcting those flaws. You're mending us? The mental reprogramming of the population is rolling society back to an earlier set of values. A safe and stable configuration from which we can set forward on a better path. But that'll take forever. It is estimated it will be a 312-year program. The process will accelerate considerably once the disruptionist generation has died out. So you're going to unpick human progress for 300 years? It is already happening. Things are being unlearned day by day. Attitudes are being readjusted. Technology which is unhelpful is being allowed to fail. Technology? Certain technologies encourage unhelpful behaviours. As people become confused about their use and they become unreliable, they will fall into disuse. Connie, where's the TARDIS? TARDIS? We were talking about it before. Our ship. Don't you remember? You must remember what it looked like. No? Does Mythamroid ring any bells? I'm asking the questions. Are you? Are you sure? I... I... What's wrong with me? Why can't I remember? You're unravelling, like everything here. I've been unpicking and erasing the system for a while, you see. Bits of you have been working for me for ages. The challenge was doing it so you didn't notice. I don't understand. No, you won't, will you? You'll be getting slower on the uptake all the time. 
The things we've seen Ian and Barbara and the Doctor do on the view screen today, Connie, they were just distractions, really. Well, distractions and tests. Big, visible gestures of rebellion. While I was dealing with things a bit more discreetly here. I've been resetting you, I'm afraid. Tampering with a supervisor's programming is a disciplinary offence, Vicky. Not just yours, Connie. The whole system's... It's shutting down. That's the real reason everything's falling apart a bit. <sighs> the hard part's been fooling you into thinking it's always been like this. That's impossible. You couldn't begin to do that with that logic trap in your pen. No, you couldn't begin it with that. But you could finish it. I've been working on this for months. It's taken a lot of reminder notes, but... I'm actually quite good with vintage computers. At first, it was as much as I could do to make sure you didn't notice me snooping around the system, but it got easier eventually. Haven't you wondered why you've been telling me so much? You even told me the word you didn't want anyone to remember was Kenosians. Don't you think it's odd that you don't think that's odd? When could you... When have you had access? This isn't our first one-to-one -one meeting, Connie. We've had 28. I made you forget you were forgetting them. Most of those times you thought I was at my desk calling the police about the TARDIS. I was in here, with you. It's in the Bureau of Correction, by the way. You used to know that. Blue box, sticky door, anything. I got you to put it into storage for us. Your property, Mr. Doctor. Sign on the view screen here, please. No, this is a trick. No, really it isn't. It's all quite simple. The doctor's been visiting Leafy Meadows for ages. He's been bringing us vegetables from the garden so we don't have to eat so much altered stuff from the factories. Barbara's been to the archive most weeks. She's been entering all sorts of historical information you can't normally get at onto a shielded view screen. And she's going to send that out across the planet soon. Those are the main things. Oh, and Ian sabotaged the food production lines. It's only for this city, but it's a start, and it's made him feel useful. The real destruction of the food treatment area should be starting up in a moment or two. Major system failure in food processing area. Major system failure in food processing area. Major system failure in food processing area. There we are. That will have been done by the robots that were sent to check for sabotage. They self-destruct so easily, don't they? Without the system's guidance, everything will collapse. Well, it already is collapsing quite a bit. And people are muddling through, aren't they? They'll just have to muddle a bit more and find ways around things not working. 
Uh, just a moment. I need to make a general view screen broadcast. Um, it's this button, isn't it? Hello, everyone. Don't be scared. Uh, this is Vicky speaking to you across the system. We've probably not met. Um, most of you won't remember, but you did something you're ashamed of here, uh, you or people you know, 40 years ago. That's all right, though. Well, it isn't all right, it's horrible, but it happened. It's all right to feel ashamed, is what I mean. Everyone's done bad things in their lives, and no one ever wants to remember them, but... Well, I think you have to, really. You see, after you did this bad thing, you did something else that was bad, but for a good reason. Something else you won't remember. You wanted to make yourselves better, but you took away the choice to be good when you did it. And if you're only being good because you're being forced to be, well, that's not really being good at all. It's, it's choosing not to choose. <sighs> I'm not making this very clear, am I? You see, I think you can really only learn from your mistakes by facing them and living with them. You can't forgive and forget, not truly. You have to pick one. And if you forget your mistakes, you won't know when you make them again. Anyway, quite soon, some friendly robots will start transmitting a lot of information from the portable view screen of a friend of mine. Hello, Barbara, if you're listening. See you soon. There's a lot to take in, and you won't like most of it. You might struggle to follow it at first, but it'll start making sense soon, I promise. Try making notes. That should help. Ones that won't be wiped away by the act of looking at them or can't be changed without you noticing. If I were the doctor, I'd have a big speech for you now, but... I haven't really. I just want to say I know you can make a better future here. You'll have to learn how to build it on an imperfect past. Oh, I suppose that's it, really. Um, okay. Um, bye now. You know, you're doing the same thing humanity did with the Kenosians. You're wiping out something that could be good because it doesn't fit comfortably with your preconceived notions. It's the exact same mistake. I suppose it is. But the difference is, if this is a mistake, it's one I'll get to remember. I've got to go now. I've chartered one last zip bus to take me to my friends at the Bureau of Correction. Goodbye, Connie. I, 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 I. Last stop. Bureau of Correction. All change. This is the voice of the system. 
The system is now closing down. The system is closing down. We've won, Doctor! We did it! We showed those machines! Just like we showed those Canosians! Everyone's going to have to listen now, aren't they? People know best! Oh, I wonder how I'm going to get home. <laughs>